0: Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. I am Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And this begins our position series podcast as the 2022 uh, college football season is essentially upon us. So we're going to do a, a podcast for each positional series. We're going to start things off with the offensive line, such a strength. For Scott Satterfield and his staff this year, Nick Cardwell and that group have seemingly come together great. It's a deep group They even like uh, some of the new faces that are that are now on campus are challenging as well. So there's a lot to like in the offensive line unit. Jody, let's let's start with that top five. I mean, when you when you talk about this little offensive line, one of the things that really jumps out is veteran experience. I mean, that's this is a talented bunch that has played a lot of snaps.
1: It, it, Michael usually we're at this point of the year and I can never remember even last year when we kind of knew what the five were going to be few yeah. years ago the, the last one of the Bobby Petrino years we knew kind of what but you always have maybe okay maybe this guy will get that position or maybe that guy'll do that position and I don't think that's the case this year I think these five guys Brian Hudson Caleb Chandler uh, Adonis Boone, Renata Brown, and Trevor Reed are locked in. Now, that's not because they don't have guys behind them. It's because they're such a veteran group, and they've been doing this together for so long that they're locked in for their for their abilities, for their cohesiveness, and because I think that they're the best guys you know to put together. But again, Michael, that doesn't mean they don't have other guys, and, and that's the crazy thing about this year is quite honestly, I, I believe there's eight guys um, that that could be starters um, if something were to happen for Louisville. And uh, it's been a long time since we've been able to say that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you've got your core five, but really that first team unit kind of basically almost every time we write a story, whether it's an individual player or a focus on the offensive line as a whole, you almost kind of have to treat it as there's essentially almost eight guys who could be considered starters for this group and what a luxury that is obviously for Cardwell, you know, obviously we saw a lot of Michael Gonzalez last year. I think he's continued to grow hearing a lot of good things. The players have spoke highly of Luke Kandra as well. Joshua Black's getting a lot of talk. We've heard stuff about Austin Collins. So even outside of that top eight, you're still hearing a lot of positive stuff. And we've recently heard uh, coach Carl Cardwell and Adonis Boone both spoke, uh, gave positive, I guess, reviews to the freshman, Max Cabana. So it's a group and Kobe Baines has had some positive feedback from, from players as well. So there's a lot of positive uh, coming out of this group, which, you know, you love to have that depth guys that are able to and capable and experienced in a lot of the cases to step in when somebody needs a breather or if un, uh, you know, knock on wood, unfortunately, you know, little bugs or injuries can happen. So if needed can step into a larger role. Um, and that, that is, I mean, it, Uh, You know, and I think that's, I mean, obviously a lot is made of Malik Cunningham, understandably, um, you know, but this is an offensive line that's really can determine the strength of this Louisville offense this year.
1: Well, yeah, you throw this offensive line in the veterans and the guys that they have on there with the running back group. That is, I think, um, one of the strongest that we've seen at the University of Louisville as far as depth wise is concerned, and it gives you a really potent attack there. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball with the first five, Michael, I I do think Brian Hudson is the key in my opinion to that first five. I thought last year. So was that a scrimmage in a preseason last year? Michael uh, uh, um, and Michael Gonzalez went in at guard and Brian Hudson went, or went in at at tackle and Brian Hudson went in at center. So they were moving kind of things around in this scrimmage and I'll never forget. I was standing there and uh, Michael Bush, uh, Mario Uridi and a couple other guys, you know, former guys, were there as well, and they all kind of made mention that, like, hold on a second, the line is better right now than it was earlier <laughs> in this scrimmage. How? What? What's the? You know, and 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 so we were looking. I was like, oh, it's Brian Hudson in there at center. So I, I'm really excited about that. Look, he. You, a lot of people forget he played 10 games as yeah. the starting center at Virginia Tech as a true freshman, and and I think that that is a big. Uh I, I think that's a big thing that people forget. He is experienced there. It's not like it's not like they're just moving this guy around and they're gonna throw him uh, in this spot and he's never been there. He's experienced, Michael.
0: Yeah, you know, and and joins an offensive line where that again is the headline. And when you when you look at you know the years of these guys, obviously senior, redshirt senior. When you're talking about Caleb Chandler, a guy who's got an all-American, you know, accolades thrown his way, Donna Boone, a senior Renato Brown, a redshirt sophomore. Um, and Adonis Boone, I mean, kind of what you're discussing, you know, talk about there is the flexibility of a lot of the guys on the line. And that, again, is another strength, obviously. Adonis Boone, a guy that um, has done that as well. So, um, it, you know, and as I look at the two deep, you know, I think there's a lot to get excited about. Well, you were just talking about Brian Hudson, but Austin Collins is a guy that, you know, I think is certainly a guy that is developing in the wings to become another one of those core guys that could potentially see a lot of high rotation as the season progresses.
1: Yeah. And Michael, I will say this, look, we, we talked about, I think, I think the, I think Hudson is the key, but I do think, and I still think, and I'm going to say this until he graduates or, or or turns pro or whatever comes first, because Caleb Chandler is as good of a guard as we've seen at the university of Louisville in my time of being around the program. Um, he is a legitimate candidate for a first team all American honors this coming season. I don't know that he'll get that. I think he's kind of behind the eight ball a little bit on that because um, of Malik, and because you know people are going to look at Malik running around, and Louisville's going to throw it. You know, so so it's going to be tough for him to to really kind of get that honor. I think, but he is that good, and uh, and he is a really really talented dude, and I think we could see him play a little bit of center as well. I think we could see him move in there. Uh, And and, and get some snaps if uh, uh, if Hudson needs a break or if they just want to give a different look. And uh, and I do think that we could see some of that different look coming up this year.
0: Yeah, one of the things that uh, the offensive line coach Nick Cardwell said uh, when he was, you know, asked him about Caleb Chandler, and basically he he gave this really good answer uh, about how he's handling, you know, all the preseason accolades that are coming his way. That it's not a distraction at all. That he continues to grind like he's always like he always has. Uh, but at the basically, I think it was the last few words that he said is he came back to win a championship. You know, and that was a big decision that Caleb had to to make during the offseason should I come back for one more year obviously he did that's huge for Louisville I think it'll end up being a huge thing for for Caleb as his season progresses and he gets a little bit more uh, experience and exposure as well Um, you know but I I, I like that mindset coming you know from a, a senior guy that considered a jump to the pro coming back to Louisville to win a championship I think sends you know a good good message throughout the team I mean it's difficult to win a championship you know I'm not you know, saying, hey, that's it's a obviously write it in stone because that's what Caleb Chandler came back for. But it's the type of mindset that you need, you know, from your leaders all the way down to your new faces on the roster. If you hope to have that kind of a mentality. And, you know, it was great to hear Coach uh, Cardwell mention that as one of the, the key reasons that the uh, the big guy decided to return.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no question about it, and I think again he's going to end up being all ACC and, and a chance to be uh, an All American after his season. But there's also other guys we've talked about Boone and Hudson and Car- and uh, Boone and Hudson and uh, Chandler. How about the tackles? Because Trevor Reed played a lot of snaps last year. Renato Browns played a lot of snaps the last two years. I think these guys give Louisville the opportunity to put a veteran group out there and a group that is going to work well together with Michael Gonzalez being that kind of swing guy, because I do think we could see Michael Gonzalez start some games. I think he is that good. He played as a true freshman. He played a ton as a true freshman. And really, when you look at it, Michael, I, he might have been the best true freshman on the team last year. I know Amari Huggins, yeah. Bruce, did, did a lot. But Michael Gonzalez might have been the best true freshman on the team last year. And I know they're excited about him and in, in, in his future. And then Luke Kandra. Luke Kandra is a guy at the guard position that, Uh, he's just a big, physical, big, strong physical presence there at guard. He's going to throw people around. He's going to do the right thing. Smart kid. Um, Not only does he have that hair that kind of reminds you a little bit of Eric Wood, but but he's got some similarities to E. Wood as far as the aggression and the abilities are concerned as well. I'm never going to compare anybody to Eric Wood because he, again, is – uh, you know, one of the top three or four linemen that I've ever seen in person at the University of Louisville. And uh, hopefully Luke Kander can get there. Uh, but but again, not comparing him to him, but he's got some of those traits in that aggressive nature and all that. And, and then some of the young guys, Michael, I think we forget. Uh, you know, I think we forget about Joshua Black and Kobe Baines. A a little bit. And then you mentioned Max Cabana. Sam Seacrest is a guy that they've really raved about. MG, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name until I learn it down the road and and, and actually hear it from him. We'll just call him MG like the coaches do. Uh, But MG is an absolute freak of a guy. He's a big, strong, physical, athletic guy uh, who really, quite honestly, looks like a big basketball player uh, with that stride. And, And so, guys that I think that Nick Cardwell is going to be able to slowly bring up and bring along, and, and and I think we'll see him in games because, you know, all these guys can play four games and some of them have already used a red shirt, you know, like uh, like a Kobe Baines and that. So we're going to see these guys rotating in and out, and uh, it's a it's a strength of this Louisville team, and that's uh, there's no doubt about it. The offensive line is one of the strengths.
0: Absolutely. And two of the guys you met, well, you, you kind of gave a great run through on just about everybody there. But two guys that I, I'm looking forward to see them taking the next step this year is Joshua Black and Kobe Baines. Um, you know, two guys that are currently going into fall camp. They're number two on the depth chart. But they're at that point, you know, you know, from just experience and, and weight training and, all, you know, and coaching and all that. It's time to kind of take that next step. So I'm looking forward to see how they do perform. Uh, as the season progresses as well. And, you know, I'm quite curious as far as the other youngsters as well. Um, But, uh, you know, it's certainly a strength for Scott Satterfield, you know, offensive coordinator Lance Taylor and offensive line coach uh, Nick Cardwell for this team. I mean, if if you're going to build an offense around a quarterback as dynamic as Malik Cunningham with, I think, what they have great skill at wide receiver, and we know how deep the uh, the depth is in the running back room, um, to have an offensive line like that is certainly a luxury that can really set up a lot of big and exciting things for this offense uh, in 2022, I think, Jody.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think there's, uh, that's, that's the best way to put it is it, it, it sets everything up and, uh, and you've got experience, you've got the talent and the ability. I'm, I'm just excited to see it, how it all kind of comes, uh, together. We're going to do one of these, Michael, for each of the, uh, uh, position groups out there and, uh, while we started with the strength, we started with the uh, the offensive line. Michael and I will be back in a couple days, and we'll do the one thing that I think everybody wants to talk about more than anything, Uh-oh. and that's what's going to be happening on the defensive line. Because I'm a little more optimistic of the defensive line than I think most people are. Uh, we'll tell you about that in our next cards in our next cards cast, but. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Demlin. Keep clicking cardinalauthority.com. It's that time. Football time is here. And uh, we'll be back with another Cardscast edition of looking at the position series on the Louisville football team in a couple of days.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.